So short-term mission trips, are they a good thing? Are they sometimes good or are they just inherently bad? This is the Awkward Apocalypse, a deconstruction podcast that examines Christian culture against the authority of scripture. I'm Corey Kuhn, and today let's talk about short-term mission trips. This is the catchy theme song. This is the catchy theme song. So it was a nice sunny afternoon. I was in this small mountain town in Peru sitting at the base of this enormous mountain range. The scenery was breathtaking, and we were sitting on a massive boulder that was actually part of the remnants of a former avalanche that had buried the town decades before. I was sitting on this rock with one of the boys from the street children home to which I was ministering. And while my Spanish had gotten much better during the trip, this was and still is to this day the longest conversation I have ever had in Spanish. It was about three hours. And during this conversation, this boy, who I had been trying to get close to for weeks, finally opened up to me and started talking about his past, talking about just all the things he had been through that led him to live at a home for street children. And for me, this was probably the highlight of the months that I spent there. And now I was there as an intern. And one of my jobs was to assist short-term trips as they came to Peru. So I was kind of more behind the scenes working for the trips that came there. And there was a team there that day and I had split off from the team. And while for me, this was probably the highlight of my time in Peru, my boss called me and told me that someone had informed him that I was not with the team who was digging a trench. He was pretty upset with me. I tried to explain to him that I was finally getting close to this boy and was basically asking permission to continue diving into this relationship that I had just formed. I think there were like two or three other interns who were actually there assisting the team. So I told him they were probably fine. Most of the people weren't even working on the trench. They were just sitting around talking anyways. But uh, he told me, you need to get back with the team now. So I said, all right, but uh, yeah, I was pretty pissed. And I think in a lot of ways, my deconstruction journey I don't know if I would say it started on the mission field, but it was definitely fueled by experiences that I had on the mission field. And this was one of a whole slew of experiences that really left me burned. Because really, like I keep saying this, but on the mission field, you get to see Christianity in practice. And so a lot of the problems that exist within American Christianity, you see them in practice on the mission field because it's the American Christians that are bringing in their culture, bringing in their ideologies and bringing in the way that they believe Christianity should be practiced to the mission field. And so you kind of get to see more of like a hands-on experience, which is why on a deconstruction podcast, I keep bringing up missions. It's not just because I'm a missionary and it's not just because I'm interested in missions. It's because you can see a lot when you're on the mission field and a lot of the problems that are maybe more abstract or hidden under the surface in America, they bubble up and you can see them much more plainly when you're on the mission field. And after just the collection of all of my experiences in short-term missions, I would say that it's kind of a miracle that I'm a missionary today because I was really burned in a lot of ways. And to be fair, I was part of mission teams that were about as good as it gets And I was also part of mission teams that were about as bad as it gets. And so I did see both sides. It wasn't like my experience was just all bad. I think just from my experiences in multiple countries with multiple organizations and multiple scenarios, I was just at a point where I was like, is this good? Like, is the practice of short-term missions even a good thing? Because what I began to notice is that a lot of what we would consider to be successful ministries, in essence, they bring in a lot of money, A lot of these successful ministries were centered around hosting short-term teams. 
And that seemed to be where a lot of their attention was focused. And when you're a short-term missionary, like when that's kind of what you do, like I I was almost like a short-term missionary tourist. Like I would just go to different countries, different ministries, and you kind of get used to that. Like you show up and you're like, yeah, where's the guest house? Like you're going to host me and feed me and let me get in there and do the work. And you kind of get used to that. But after a while, I guess you kind of step back and be like, why is me coming such a central part of this ministry? And I don't think it's a secret. And I've even said this before that short-term missions often don't do great work. Like, I don't think that's really a secret. Like when you send a bunch of like middle-aged dads and moms and their kids on a trip to do construction or painting or something like that, obviously the quality of work that they're going to perform is far below the standard of work that people would expect even in a third world country where, yeah, they don't have all the same equipment and tools, but they're far more capable of doing the work than just a bunch of church congregants with really big hearts. I mean, people say that all the time. So that's not like a new thing I'm saying. Like we know that this is not great work that they're doing. Sure, it's free work, but in some cases they probably have to go behind the scenes and actually repair a lot of the bad work that they did because it's not like a viable structure that they're building or something like that. Like I've heard of cases where the locals actually have to go in and fix the bad job that the uh, American missionaries did. And so I think we've known this for a long time. But then you ask the question, why go on a short-term trip then? Because a lot of times short-term trips are focused on these sort of humanitarian projects. And what's funny is when you explain to someone going on a short-term trip that they're not going to be doing a physical project, they kind of look at you like, well, what am I doing then? They're like, oh, building relationships. And they're like, wait, I'm raising all this money to go build relationships. I could just do that here. And then you're like, yeah, exactly. That's ministry in a lot of ways, like discipleship. You can't really disciple someone without building a relationship with that person. And I think that's why I was so frustrated when my boss called me that day and told me to go back with the team that was doing a physical project because I was discipling that boy. Like I was actually getting to pour into his life and like walk with him through a lot of the struggles that he's been through. And even he's reached out to me recently to explain that that was one of the most impactful moments of his life. Like 10 years later, he still looks at that as like a pivotal moment in his life when he, for the first time, according to him, shared a lot of this information with someone else. Like that was a big deal not just for me, but for him. And that was like the beginning of a discipling relationship that I kind of was forced to throw away in returning to do this really kind of pointless physical project. Like to this day, I have no idea why we were digging a trench. I'm not even sure there was a point to it because I stayed at that home after the team left and I never saw them use that trench for anything. And so at some point, I think it's important for us as Christians to kind of see through this craze that is short-term missions. And to be honest, I'm not really in that world as much anymore. So I don't know if it's as much of a priority for churches, but when I was in church, that was kind of the thing, like spring break, summer, it was kind of like, well, where are you going on a mission trip? I mean, it was just kind of expected. Like that's what you do as a Christian. You go on short-term trips. And in my youth, people kind of looked at me as like this superhero Christian because I was going on so many short-term trips. Every summer I was doing an internship. Every spring break, I would go on a trip. Like it was just kind of the thing that I did. And yeah, a lot of times it was work, but it also gave me an opportunity to see the world. I went on safaris. I got to see Machu Picchu. Like I got to do all these really cool adventurous things that most people don't get to do in their life. And so the mission trips I went on were also super fun. But I mean, just because you're having fun doesn't mean you're not doing missions. But I guess now that I've transitioned to a long-term missionary, you can kind of, in a lot of ways, see through the short-term mission trips. And there's a lot of things that I think long-term missionaries don't say that they wish they could say about short-term mission trips. 
And I think a lot of it boils down to them not saying it because they don't want to lose support or funding or something like that. And for me, I just don't really care. So I'm just going to say what a lot of them wish they could say. For a lot of long-term missionaries, just being on the field and just doing the day-to-day grind of ministry is exhausting, it's taxing, and you're facing burnout, you're lonely, a lot of missionaries are depressed, a lot of missionaries are really struggling, they're struggling financially, they're trying to raise funds, and really the last thing they want to do is host and entertain and in a lot of ways babysit a whole team of people who are super energetic and don't really understand the subtle cultural nuances of where they are potentially could cause a lot of damage and offense and have really high expectations for this trip that they're going on because they raised a lot of money for it. And then they want to come and see the ministry and you feel this pressure to present the best of the ministry that you're doing, hoping that they don't see some of the darker sides of the ministry or the flaws within the ministry, because even though it's something that you're working on, they don't understand the culture. They don't understand the nature of the work enough to properly nuance it. And they might get really cynical. I mean, there's a lot of risk and a lot of cost and expense to hosting a short-term team. And it's really exhausting. And so why would missionaries want to do this? Like what would drive a missionary to host a short-term team? And I'm not saying they're all bad. I'm not saying that every missionary doesn't want to host a short-term team. Like some missionaries probably love the company and they love people coming over who are excited to see the ministry. I'm not saying it's all bad. I'm just saying that for a lot of missionaries, they just don't have the strength and energy to do that. So why do they do it? I think in a lot of cases, it comes down to money. If you want to have a successful ministry, you need to host short-term teams because it's really hard to generate money without people coming over and participating in the ministry and seeing it and then going home, being excited, and then the church gets invested in it or their group gets invested in it. And then at that point, it's kind of locked in. Like Their expectations are, we're going to send people there and we're going to have trips there and we're going to support the ministry. And so as a long-term missionary, you feel this pressure, like I have to entertain these people and I have to kind of play this game with them or they're going to cut my funding. And so a lot of ministries can begin to center themselves on hosting short-term teams because so many people have these expectations of coming there to see the ministry and you've got to entertain them and host them well and keep them safe and feed them and properly care for them as they're in the country. And that is something that I have noticed in doing mission work is that most people, when they feel the passion that you have for the work that you do, and they can tell you're really invested and they themselves want to invest, which is a good thing. One of the first questions they'll ask is, okay, when can we send a team? And it's kind of funny that that's the first thing they think of is like, when can we get on the ground there? When can we send a team there to come see the ministry? And while that's not a bad thing at all, and I'm totally fine with that, I think it's just telling that in a lot of ways, that's the first thing we think of is because we're used to this model. We're used to this model where missions is kind of centered around hosting short-term teams. And that kind of becomes like the backbone of the ministry, which is weird because as I've already said, a lot of short-term teams don't really have much to offer besides willing, happy be servant hearts and money. And for a lot of missionaries, I think that money is really what's attractive about short-term trips. I think a lot of missionaries, if you gave them the option, if you said you can host teams or they can raise the same amount of money they would have raised to come there and then just donate that, I think a lot of missionaries would at least have to think about that. Because like I said, there is some benefit to having people visit and some missionaries I'm sure love hosting teams. But other missionaries, I'm sure, struggle with this. When the team is there, you're sitting there quietly calculating 
how much the plane tickets cost, how much the visas cost, how much they gave you for food for the week. And you're just sitting there like in pain because you know, your ministry is actually struggling for finances. And you're just sitting there like, man, what could I do with that money? And it's almost like painful to think about. But then I guess there's this kind of ends justifies the means mentality where you're like, well, you know, this team coming will in the end generate more money because they'll go home and they'll be happy about the ministry. And, you know, this church does already give us a lot of money. So it's good that we host them. I mean, this is just kind of the thought process that could be going on in a missionary's mind. And so they they see it as kind of like, this is just what we got to do to get the funding. And when I was an intern, when I was hosting these short term teams, I realized how much energy and effort they can squeeze into a week. I mean, it is exhausting. They come in and get after it. And that was actually the first time in my life I've fallen asleep sitting up, like just sitting there talking to my friend, I fell asleep, which if you know me, you know how much I struggle sleeping, like that doesn't happen. I was just sitting there talking to my friend and I just passed out. And that, that to me is just a testament of how tired I was because that is not normal for me. But these teams would come in and they just have so much energy and there's so much buildup. They've been planning so much. They've been fundraising so much and they are just ready to get after it. And when you do that week after week as an intern, you realize how much effort they're putting into this thing and how that's just not sustainable for someone who's there long term. I mean, for short term teams, it's like wake up at 4 a.m. and we're going to have a Bible study and Kathy's going to lead it. And then we're just going to like have a team meeting and then we're going to go and we're going to see this ministry and then we're going to go across town and we're going to visit this restaurant. I mean, it's like the whole day is packed with activities. And then at night they have like devotion and prayer and worship. And then finally, like after all this is done, you get like a little bit of free time to hang out with your friends and then you go to bed and then the next day is the same thing. And it's, it's just exhausting. And if you're on a short term trip, you just kind of accept that it's exhausting. You kind of let yourself go. You don't shave all week and everybody's like, wow, you, you really crushed it, didn't you? And you're like, yeah, man, I'm so tired. Just can't wait to get some pizza. And I think as a long-term missionary, that kind of does a little bit of damage to us because we can't sustain that level of intensity while we're on the field. Like we have to take breaks. We have to manage our energy and our strength. And if we had that short-term intensity, we would burn out really fast because ministry really doesn't happen like that. Like in a lot of cases, ministry is not something you can do in a week. Ministry oftentimes takes months or even years to build up something that is healthy and good for the people you're trying to help. It takes a lot of work. And I think that's why a lot of short-term teams do like building projects or things like that, because in a lot of cases, they're not really needed. Like you don't have to have a team come over and do that work, but there's really nothing else the team can do. I mean, that was why for me, when I was doing that internship, it took me weeks to get close to this boy who finally opened up to me. It takes time. People are guarded. It it takes time to build relationships. It takes time to start projects, to really get into a community and see their needs and then come alongside them and help them in a way that is good, that is dignifying and that is healthy. And a week is not even close to the amount of time you need to do that. And so what a lot of short-term teams have to do is they have to kind of piggyback on the ministry that's already going on. But if you don't have those relationships, if you don't have that cultural knowledge, if you can't speak the language, there's really not much you can do. And I'll just say in passing that medical missions just is kind of the exception to like everything on the mission field. 
I mean, everything from being culturally sensitive, like you want to be culturally sensitive when you're on the mission field. And sometimes they'll be doing something you don't necessarily agree with, but you're like, you know, okay, this is their culture. So I'll just kind of let it slide. Maybe we'll address it later. Or maybe in time, I'll come to realize that their culture is the right one. And I'll just open my mind to that. That kind of goes out the door in a lot of cases in medical missions, because if they're doing something that's just their culture, but it's wrong, like objectively, scientifically wrong, as a medical missionary, you come in and you tell them like, Hey, you shouldn't be doing that. And maybe there's a culturally sensitive way to do that. But as a medical missionary, you don't just sit back and let someone damage someone else. Like that's really hard to do. And that's kind of where you draw the line on being culturally sensitive in a lot of cases is if you're doing medical missions, like, yeah, you actually have the education and the backing and you kind of need to intervene when they're doing something damaging or destructive. And then when it comes to short-term missions, medical missions is also kind of an exception because medical missionaries come in, they get after it and they actually make a really big difference in a lot of cases. Like, I mean, you have people with cataracts and the medical missionaries come in and they do a quick surgery and now the people can see people who can't walk. I mean, medical missions comes in and then they do a surgery and then now they can walk again. I mean, they do amazing stuff. And I would say that the kind of uselessness I've been talking about that is short-term missions in a lot of cases, uh, medical missions is kind of an exception to that. And medical missions isn't the only one. There are other types of short-term trips that can be good. And even within the week period, you can still have a great, meaningful, impactful short-term trip. And so let's talk about that. Because the question I asked at the beginning, are short-term missions inherently bad? Because some people would say that. Some people would say that short-term mission trips objectively are bad. They do more harm than good. And as jaded as I am, as burnt out from short-term missions as I am, and as bad as the experiences are that I've had doing short-term missions, I would say that I still believe they can be done well and they do have a place in missions. Yes, they are often not done well, but they can be done well. And I think one of the big reasons why they're not done well is because they're fueled by money in a lot of cases, like money is the motivating factor to bring people on the field. And so I don't think a lot of times proper preparations are made to host short-term teams. Like if someone's coming into another culture, they need to really be educated on cultural differences and how to engage people in a cross-cultural way. And I think they need to be educated on really how to help people from a biblical perspective and not just merely a white savior humanitarian perspective. I think there needs to be a holistic approach to missions and that can be applied to short-term missions. It just takes work. And I also think that a lot of times people who go on short-term trips aren't necessarily, um, I don't know how to say this, ready to go on a mission trip. My biggest piece of advice for people going on short-term trips is that if you want to go on a short-term trip, I think you need to critically look at your life and ask yourself the question, am I engaged in ministry in my hometown? Like, am I engaged in ministry in my community, in my workplace, in my relationships? Like, do I see those relationships as ministry or do I see ministry as something that I just kind of like flip a switch and turn on when I enter into the mission field or when I do some kind of like program or event with the church? And I think in a lot of ways, that's kind of a big problem with ministry in the church is we see ministry in terms of programs. Like if you want to help someone, you channel it through a particular program that the church has going on. And I think in a lot of cases, we often lack the category of more organic ministry, like just engaging with people in our lives, in the relationships that we have and view that as discipleship and view that as ministry. I think a lot of times we only see ministry in terms of 
church programs or mission trips or you know something that is planned and coordinated and financed and you sign a waiver to do it like i think a lot of times that kind of is how we see ministry and it would be really helpful for us to change our perspective on that and see ministry just as the day-to-day way that we live our lives with the people who are in our lives living our lives as an act of worship always looking for opportunity to help even if it's not necessarily channeled through a program and so i would say for those who go on a short-term trip If going on a short-term trip is not just merely a continuation of ministry that you're already engaged in, like a way of life that you've already inhabited, I think you might cause a lot of damage on the short-term trip because ministry is not something that is necessarily natural to you. It's something that is planned and coordinated. And I think when that happens, a lot of focus turns on yourself and you start to look at yourself and say, all right, this is my chance to do ministry. This is my chance to give back and to make a difference and to just, you know, love on the kids. I hate that phrase. And this is my chance to just kind of make a difference for Jesus. And if that's your perspective, if ministry for you is just like a switch that suddenly it's on and now I'm on the mission field and now I'm going to serve, then you're going to be really focused on yourself and how you're contributing. And from my experience, that's actually the cause of most conflicts on short-term trips is people who are really focused on them serving. Like I want to serve, I want to shovel, I want to push the wheelbarrow. This is my chance to give back. And when that happens, a lot of times you're not focused on whether or not you're actually helping. And I think you actually miss opportunities to help because you're so focused on yourself. And that's what happens when life is not ministry. And so do I fit that standard? No, of course not. No one fits that standard perfectly. But I would say that that is actually my biggest question. Whenever someone says they want to go on a short-term trip, my first question is, how is your life a ministry? And how is the short-term trip just kind of a continuation of a lifestyle that you are already living? And if you can't answer that, then you might not need to go on a short-term trip. And so for me, I think that's the key to doing short-term trips well is doing local ministry well and cultivating that culture within a congregation or a group of people before going to the mission field. Because I think there's going to be more of an open-minded humility to the mission trip where they're more open to hearing the needs of the people and hearing how they can truly help and truly be of service. And in some cases, that might be ministering to the long-term missionaries that are there. The long-term missionaries might really be struggling and might really just need people pouring into them and encouraging them. And maybe there are some ways that a trip could actually relieve a lot of the stress and responsibility that they feel rather than adding to it. And I think this might actually be changing in the short-term world. Like as the impact of the book, When Helping Hurts, just continues to ripple around the mission community. And as I think churches have become more critical in the way that they evaluate how they do missions, I've noticed that there seems to be more people who are concerned with the mental health and well-being and spiritual health of the missionaries on the field. And I've had people reach out to me and say like, hey, we're here for you. You know, if something's going really wrong with you guys, if you're struggling, we're going to be on the ground for you and we're going to be there to minister to you. And that's like a missionary's dream, like to have support and not just to have people who want to come see the ministry and want you to be the superhero missionary who hosts them as you're continuing to do the mission work that you're already engaged in on a day-to-day basis. But you have people who are focused on you and say, I know that you're just a human and I know you have needs and how can we help you with those needs? How can we be there for you? And that's super cool. 
But even on that note, some missionaries would love to host short-term teams. And I think that if those teams come and they're truly invested in the work there, understanding that this is long-term work and we're just coming alongside it for a period and we're just here to help in whatever way we can. And if that's not a lot, then we'll just be here and we'll just put ourselves under the authority of the long-term missionaries rather than imposing our own plans on what we want to do, what we want to see and how we want to help we're just going to be here to help in whatever way we can. I think that is a healthy mentality to have for a short-term team. And I think a lot of good can come from that. I've seen that happen. And I can say that within our ministry, we have had people come for a week, two weeks, and the impact that they made is still being felt to this day. But they did it because they came alongside the long-term vision and the long-term goals and just contributed to that. And what they contributed was amazing. And so, no, I don't think short-term missions are an inherently bad thing. I think that short-term missions can be done really well, but I think it just takes us educating ourselves on what actually helps, what do missionaries actually need, and what really is the mission. Because if the purpose of short-term trips is just to entertain people and make them feel good about themselves so that they give you money, yeah, it's going to cause a lot more harm than good, I believe. But if short-term missions is done in such a way in which the people are educated, humble, and ready to serve along a good and sustainable long-term vision, I think that short-term missions can be an amazing blessing, and I think it's something we should all consider. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to learn more about the work that we're doing in Liberia, feel free to visit standingsidebyside.org. If you'd like to make a donation, there's a donate tab on that page, or you can just Venmo at standing side by side. I've been so blessed by those who have reached out to me, given me feedback, shared your stories, or just been an encouragement in general. And I hope these podcasts have been an encouragement to you as well. Thank you so much for listening. Keep the faith.